Hey, 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 welcome to the lair. <laughs> Bro, we are hanging in the lair today. Coming in hot with a song today. <laughs> Doesn't get any I, better than that. I felt like I had to. I'm running out of ideas, though. I'm like a five idea guy. I got nothing else, dude. I'm like a one idea guy. <laughs> I don't have any ideas ever. Like, it's just not in me. I'm not a wonderer. I'm not an inventor. Let me ask you a question. You let, it rip. It? let it rip. Do you at work, do you guys have any weekly traditions? Like something you do every Friday, something silly as a group, anything like that? Or like on Tuesdays, you know, you're going out to tacos together. You guys do any traditions? Well, I don't think we have anything. I've only been in my new role for like a couple months. So oh, yeah, that's right. Nothing that I, nothing new yet. Actually, we do have some funny things we do around the office, so I will say that. <laughs> Let me tell you what we do. Okay. And it's starting to drive me nuts. I already Every, love it. I already love it. I mean, I just can't do it anymore, dude. Every Friday, no joke. Look at me in the face. I'm telling you the truth. I'm not even kidding. Every Friday, we listen to Rebecca Black's Friday. No, get out. <laughs> I tried doing that a couple times in my uh, previous role. And, Dude, um, but there's no one, all these... no one thought it was as hilarious as I did. Well, it's because there's all these different versions. So my buddy at work's got like the barbershop dudes doing it. He's got like all these wild YouTubers like remixing it and doing it. And I'm just like, dude, I can't eat bowls of cereal anymore. Dude, <laughs> I remember when that first came out, I was dying. I think my favorite skit is when uh, Stephen Colbert and uh, Jimmy Fallon. Yeah. Yeah. They're, they're thing on, on Jimmy. We Fallon did that show. one two weeks ago. See, I've never seen all these variations of it. I might have to just YouTube it, bro. I, might I have mean, to there's check some them funny out. ones, but I can't do it anymore. And this has been going on all year? All year. Actually, since COVID. Oof. Yeah. I don't know. Who plays it? Like, is it just over a loudspeaker? They even hooked up a loud, they hooked up a big speaker to it. So it thumps. <laughs> Bumping and jumping in there, huh? And like, we're dancing to Friday, bro. <laughs> Yeah. I'm not kidding I, you. I would laugh a lot. I tried playing that a few times, I know, last year. And, it was funny uh, the first couple times. Now I'm like, no, no yeah, more. Get it. I remember when that video first came out, dude, I was dying laughing. Jeez, dude. Well, can't do it, man. I will say we do a couple of funny things around the office that we've been doing for a while. And a couple of traditions that I've taken from my previous uh, position and kind of put them in the new position. So... When I worked at the warehouse, bro, we had, I don't know how appropriate this, eh, it's appropriate. So we had this fake like pile of poop <laughs> and it was like rubber, you know, it looks legit real. And we would throw that around and like, just put it on the ground. And like, it was hilarious the first few times. And then once like the employees like figured it out, we started doing it like where volunteers would come in and see it. And it was even funnier. <laughs> <laughs> and it's the funniest thing when you like look at someone and they see it for the first time and they're just like grossed out by it and then they're trying to go to clean it up and it's just a rubber <laughs> floppy just a old. Rubber turd. <laughs> <laughs> so we didn't we do that now so that's pretty funny and then we had the i don't even know how this tradition started and um i'll tell you what if there's one skill I, I i don't know if i've ever told you this before or if we've ever mentioned it here in the old layer but let it be told now if there was one skill, like any skill that I wish I had that I was good at, dude, I wish I could sing just yeah, so good. I know. You yeah. know what I mean? I do, dude. 100% I do. I'm, I'm always jelly, jealous. bro. Yeah. So jelly of people that just have the pipes and just letting it rip. Ripping it, dude. And I just can't do it, but I love to sing anyways. Like, yeah, getting down. And hey, uh, go ahead. I got a dad joke for you, but don't forget where you're going. Okay. What do on. you call a computer that sings? I don't know. Adele. <laughs> Get out of here, dude. That was actually pretty funny, dude. I'm going to steal that. I'm going to steal that. Anyways, I don't know where this came from, but I started like anytime, especially in the warehouse where we'd get a loud echo in my previous role, anytime like 
like someone would call my name and like we'd be across the warehouse i would sing my responses mm-hmm. and then it got to the point where like everybody on our team was singing responses back and forth to each other and it was hysterical and so um we we do that now everyone's i even have a couple of volunteers that'll sing responses like over the radio to us and it's hysterical dude dude that sounds fun it. so can I tell you about the one time, the only time I can think in our entire friendship that you seriously crushed me deep, <laughs> like in a deep way, like it hurt me for a good day. You're making me nervous. So, bro, we were, I was, we were really into Throwdown at the time. Yeah, yeah. And I was jamming them in the car and I was singing along and I came to you pumped. And I was like, Ray, I think I can finally sing like Throwdown. And you're like, bro, it's just because the music was really loud in your car. <laughs> That's how it is with everybody, though, dude. You think I know. I can sing just like Adele if it's loud enough. You think you have some a decent voice going down, and you just realize the music's up so loud, you're just kind of blending in, and you sound just like whoever it is. So funny, dude. I don't remember that though. You have a better memory than I do. My memory is terrible. It's just different. Remember different things. Well, I'll tell you what, dude. It is, uh, I'm pretty sure the earth in my local region is scorched from how hot it's been. I'm not even kidding. Every plant, tree, like everything looks like it's dead. Like it's been hot before, but everything survives. Like right now, I'm feeding my, my, I have two trees in my yard, an orange tree and then some other tree. And they're just dead. All the leaves are falling off. They're brown looking. Um, I don't know if they're going to make it. And it's making me nervous how hot it is. I would kind of love it if my orange tree died. I hate that thing. Dude, I love it. They smell so good. Bees are rolling everywhere on there. You can pick off a fresh fruit and just enjoy it. <laughs> You're not down for that? I don't know. I just I just don't like my orange tree. It bothers me. Is it like big, like the big oranges or like the yeah, little... T- the little the uh, big dudes. Yeah, see, I got one of the mini ones. See, I'd much rather prefer a mini orange tree. They like, what are you talking, clementines? Yeah, like those little, yeah. Like you have a little, clementine tree? It's looking like a little, I don't know if you would call it a clementine, those little, what are they called? There's other names for them. Many oranges. That's just what I call them, dude. <laughs> Fair enough. My dog's allergic to bees, too, so I have to, every time I take her outside, how, I have to wait, keep wait, her wait. in a how leash. How did you find out your dog was allergic? Dude, she she bit one, like, in she, the air. She, oh, she caught she, it in her mouth, and it stung her tongue, and she was dying. And we had to take her to the emergency vet, and they kept her for a day, a night. And uh, it wasn't looking good for the little old lady. Dude, please tell me you got a little EpiPen on stash for her. That's a good point. I should have an EpiPen. Is that what you, you give them? Yeah, yeah. That's when you yeah. like, have an allergic reaction. That's a good, little... I probably should. That'd be bad news. Yeah. So luckily it's never happened again, but dang. Dude, I got something funny to tell you. So my son and I are on this like Star Wars kick. We're watching like all the cartoons right now, Star Wars Rebels and all those. And we're like playing Star Wars games and we have Star Wars Legos. Like it's all over the place, right? Besides yeah. Turtles. Like it's the other thing that's going down right now. And, um, like in some of the shows and the games, like you can do like the, like all the force powers, you know? Yeah. And like my son and I, we wrestle all the time. I tell you this, like he's always beat me up. He's throat punching me, like doing stuff he shouldn't be doing. And I have to calm him down all the time because I'm just getting beat up. (laughs) Well, dude, his new thing now, why we're, why we're fighting is he's incorporating his own force powers. So anytime he says, he'll say like force throw or force something. And I have to act like I'm getting tossed around, dude. <laughs> well, now he does force choke and I have to like pretend I'm like getting choked by Darth Vader and it's <laughs> hysterical. And oh so like my, my wife walks in and I'm sitting here standing like a statue, just pretending I'm getting choked. <laughs> and my son's got his hand out and he's like yelling at me, force choke. <laughs> And my wife's like, what are you guys doing? Because <laughs> she didn't know about this, dude. And she just walked in on it. And she so imagine, walked in on the force joke. <laughs> bro, imagine just walking in and I'm standing there like a statue. And I'm giving it my all, dude. Like, I'm really getting choked out. And he's just holding his hand up there, shaking it. And I'm just getting choked. <laughs> 
I would want to just see her face when she saw that. And I started dying. And so I had to explain to her what it is and what the force is. And it was hysterical. But now, dude, we're in a restaurant. He's trying to force choke me, dude. (laughs) And I'm like, dude, I can't get into character right now. Like, we're in a family restaurant, dude. Like, people are looking at me. I'm not getting force choked right here at the dinner table, dude. (laughs) Oh, my gosh, bro. That is hysterical, man. So it's been a fun week over here, man. We had that going on. Um, one of my daughters, is, uh, it was her birthday this week. We did this cool thing at the lake. They have this like, you know that show Wipeout? Where people yeah. are like running on the obstacle course above water and just getting beat up. Is that the one where the announcers are just hysterical? Dude, so funny. And anyway, so they have like a course set up like that. It's not like set really high above the water. It's like kind of level on the water, but they have these obstacles you can climb and you get like 10, 15 feet up and you're like jumping off stuff, climbing. They have like the blob set up, you know, where like one person sits on it and then the, a bigger person oh, jumps yeah. on it and like flips you in the Did air. you do that? Bro, listen. My back has been beat up still. Oh, yeah. But you know me, dude. I'm just, yep. I'm there. I'm in it to win it. And I say, hey, I'm, I'm trying it out. So I did, a, I did like two, two things. One of them was the blob. And of course, I'm the one that's just bouncing everybody. <laughs> and like my daughter had some friends over and they're real petite. And dude, I skyrocketed some of these kids, dude. I was loving it. Just airborne, sending them. Oh my god! And uh, that was fun. That really didn't bother me because I would just jump up and land on this like soft pillowy cushion. It was super cool. Well, then they had this real like tall, like jump you can do. It was like, I don't know, 15, 20 feet. You're way up on this platform and you're just sending it. And it jarred me up. And I was a I was Damn. a cert, I was a certified picture taker the rest of the day, dude. I was just floating in my life jacket taking pics, dude, because I said I'm done, dude. I don't know what it is, and I just landed in the water. It's not like I was like landed on a concrete floor, but dude. something something happened where it jarred me up, and bro, I was I said I'm just floating, and I just I was a certified cameraman the rest of the day, bro. Kind of sounds nice to just float, though. I tell you what, it was fun. I seen some funny stuff. People taking headers. Um, it was. I had a good time, man. I would do it again. It was cool. Right on, buddy. I wish there was something out here like that for for us to do. That sounds fun. Yeah, it was a blast. That was our first time going. Um, I wish I would have known about it sooner. It's been there for a while, and dude, had a, such a good time. But uh, what about you? How was how was the week down there? Pretty good, dude. Uh, I mean, I'm not gonna keep beating the 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 dead horse of the heat but i'm sweating right now bro it's not that bad down there it's like a it's little not a, it's just humid mm. like you step outside and it feels like you're walking into something uh but i did get to go see the new guardians movie new Ooh. i mean guardians 3 it's not yeah, new yeah. anymore i'm still glad it's in theater i couldn't find it out here so i'm gonna have to i think it comes out to disney plus like in a week or two yeah really soon but dude you're gonna love it what would you give it? Like 10. Yeah? Yeah, dude. Is it your favorite Guardians? Because number one is no, going to be hard to beat. you can't capture the magic of number one. Uh, but this was great, dude. Just heartfelt. Uh, the Rocket story is deep. And uh, just wild. Super cool. I love the way it ended. I just thought it wrapped up. It did everything perfect for me hmm. for to end that trilogy. It was just really well done. Dude, I can't wait to watch it. Super stoked on it. We'll have to maybe chat more a little bit uh, when I yeah. get it in. But, dude, speaking of movies, since we're on the movie topic, real quick before we jump into the comics, two things I got. I did see a post that the um, the next Spider-Man movie, the multiverse with Miles Morales, it got like delayed indefinitely. I don't know what's going on there. What? So that bums me out. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I saw a couple posts about it. Because of all the striking going on, maybe? Maybe. Um, that could be well, it. I didn't think about that. And then this is the, this is what I want to chat about with you, dude. We next week, bro, we're going to be watching TMNT. I'm fired I, up. I haven't been this excited for a movie in years. I'm fired up. And I'm not only am I stoked to watch it, but I'm also stoked to like see my son's reaction. Cause he's so stoked, you know? So that makes me even more pumped to like go yeah. and watch it and I see how he reacts to it. So super pumped, man. We're going to this cool like event showing uh next weekend. So I'm I'm fired up. 
Dude, I've had to stop watching trailers, though. I feel like they're putting the whole oh, movie out I on trailers, know. Man. I've seen some new trailers lately, and it looks like it's kind of saying a lot out there. I'm like, so. I need to be done. So every time I see one, I'm just not watching it right now. Cause... Dude, my my son got this new book from, I think, if, I don't know, picked it up from the store, and it's just like a his level like reading book but i'm pretty sure it's like the whole turtle movie story in the book son of a god and i read it you know and i had to read it to him and i'm just thinking to myself i'm like this is i wonder how accurate this is going to be to the movie and so i already know what happens is it like one of those little golden books or something similar to those yeah yeah those are cool i have the turtle one the little golden book for the turtles and my kids used to when they were little or loved it because it was just an intro to all the turtles yeah, so I hope that book didn't spoil it, but I'm pretty sure it did. So I kind of will have a just what's going down, but I'm still super pumped. Dang it, dude. <laughs> you want me to tell you what happens? <laughs> I, I do and I don't. <laughs> I ain't going to say anything. Because who knows? It could be way off. But um, yeah, either way, I doubt I'm, it, though, to be honest. You probably did hear a story. Uh, yeah, I think it's pretty much pulled straight from the movie itself. So it'll be it'll be all right. I'm super stoked to watch it. So Me too, man. Anyways. What do you say we get into some some old comic books? Dude, let's do it, buddy. What do you want to jump into first? I kind of got a decent amount in, I think, this week for me. Where do you want to go? How do you want to do it? You want to just throw one out there. Let's just do that. Go ahead. I want to talk rip. to you about well, do you, uh, Wild's End number two or Hunger uh, and the Dusk number one? Either one. one. I got them both right in front of me. Let's do let's do Hunger and the Dusk. I think it was a little older than than Wild's right. End. I think doesn't matter. Dude, Hunger in the Dusk from IDW. I kind of mentioned it um, last week. We got to hang out with um, Monk over at the Pullbox Pals, and um, we were talking about just like books we loved so far this year and what we're stoked to get into. And this one, even though it's issue number one, this one was it for me, dude. I'll tell you, this was um, this was incredible to me. Yeah. The whole thing. And the physical copy, like, it's kind of like, I don't know. Do you have a physical copy or did you read it digitally? Digital. The physical copy is like almost like cardstock, it feels like. I love it when they do that, man. Yes. It, and the artwork's incredible. What, what, jump into this. I mean, tell me tell me your honest opinion because I loved it. I thought it was a perfect first issue. I can't think of anything wrong with it. The artwork was, artwork was great. The world building was appropriate, too, because... Uh, it wasn't overwhelming, right? You're you're kind of thrown into this, right? There's humans, there's orcs, there's these weird—I forget what they're called now—but the the bad dudes who are coming after both the humans and the orcs, and so the orcs and the humans need to like team up, even though they've been enemies for years. And uh, it just set the stage perfectly, dude. Like everything about it was great, and already relationships are building, even while the world is building. And uh, I mean. This is kind of like a master class in an issue one, dude. Bro, I don't want to sound weird, but I would say the same thing. I yeah. thought it was a perfect, whatever you want to give it, five out of five, 10 out of 10, 100, whatever. I thought it was a fantastic. Uh, everything you said, like the, these two races that hate each other, they're teaming up. Because uh, the Vangel, I think that's how they say Vangel, it. yeah, yeah. They're they're they are just gnarly looking Nuts. too. And um, ah, dude, you're already connected to the characters like right away. Oh. And um, I hope this is a, a ongoing series that stays going for a long time. Me too. I mean. I, I loved it. I'm I'm already pulling it. I'm I'm gonna get all the cool covers like. I know my wife's going to hate me for collecting this if it goes like hundreds of issues, issues. but I'm in it to win it. This one is a rad, rad story. And anybody that's in the comics or even if you're not in the comics, pick this one up. You know, it's fantasy. It's it's a cool story. And I hope we could just stay in this world for a while, man. It was it was fantastic. Dude, Um I'll tell you right now, though, my favorite character so far is like the uh, the orc leader. I can't remember his name, but the dad of, who's given away the daughter to the yeah. group as kind of like a peace offering. Uh, bro, I love that guy. And his conversation with the, the human dude, so bad with names, uh, was just such a cool little moment between the two of them and why he trusts him. Even though, remember, because he's like, why would you trust me? Like, if I did something so dumb as to like fight you guys. 
Uh, even though it was like guaranteed we were going to lose. Yeah. You know, so yeah, yeah. The human dude, his name's, I think his name's like Callum Battle Child. Like he has the baddest name. He's Battle so Child, dude. No, that was the cool interaction because the dude from the orcs like just respects him like as a warrior mm-hmm. and like the, the decisions like that he like has made like previously on the battlefield. He just kind of like figures if you know he did have to do this he would be the guy to to yeah. do it with you know if you're crazy enough to to fight to battle us and risk death for your crew like you're the guy i want fighting to protect my daughter yeah yeah so i i really really did enjoy that and i think you're right i i really liked him as a character i thought he was one of my favorite but battle child you just can't beat that guy's <laughs> name and I'd like just to be honest, dude, uh man, I'm so terrible at names. I need to start writing this stuff down. Uh so Battlechild and the the orc daughter, um, who he's gonna be in charge with right away. Um when when the Vangles come and like attack him in the middle of that field and she busts out that magic to save oh, him. Bro. And they're just like I that I'm already like you guys better fall in love. Yeah, like the relationship <laughs> is already starting. So, um, yeah, his name is Callium and her name is Tara. T A R A. Thank you, Ice Mane or something like that. Yeah. They all have really cool names. And uh, I mean, weren't you already like you get like two seconds of oh, their relationship, dude. but you're just like get it. Yeah, hundred percent. That's why I was saying like you're already connected to these to these characters and um i think they just did a a fantastic job with everything they they did in this dude so good um i did do a little instagram blurb for it and uh, the author uh commented back so that was nice dude they're fantastic so uh, i'm looking forward to this one uh the rest of the year super stoked i don't even know how you found out about this one it wasn't on my radar wasn't ever gonna pick it up but you sent me a pic like dude you gotta get this i'm very glad i did i did not a lot of digging but a little bit of digging and this seemed like it was supposed to come out a while ago and i don't know if it like got delayed and a lot of people were looking forward to it and then um yeah, I just seen it on the shelf. I, I, the artwork caught my eye, and I originally didn't pick it up. And then I came home and I started reading about this story, and I was like, "Dude, I want a good fantasy story," you know. So I went back the week after, and they still had some a few on the shelf, and I grabbed it. And I'm so glad I did. Dude, and and yours in the back does it give you a preview for issue two's cover? Because I'm just. I love these kind of stories, dude. And uh, just the artwork here, there's like a giant wolf in the back. Oh my gosh, dude. Yeah, you got to um, you gotta get these ones, a uh, physical copy of these for sure. Um, there's multiple covers in the back on this one. I'll show you. Yeah, dude. So that's what I see is the first one there. But yeah. man, look at that second one too. Yeah. So there's, I wanted this one right here. That Cliff uh, Chiang one, yeah, dude. Yeah, cover B. So super stoked. I I was already looking at all the other covers for um for next issue, and uh, not gonna lie, dude, good stuff in there. What do you th- What do you think? W- you want to get into some wild wild ends, dude? Let's do it, man. I loved it. What a wild premise. What a wild idea. I mean, did you see the aliens being lampposts at all? No, dude. And it reminded me a little bit of, I think I've told you, like War of the Worlds, where those big alien machines are rolling around and like grabbing people up with their arms and then like smoking people into ash with their little laser beams. Mm -hmm. And that's what this kind of reminded me of when we got to the end. But I didn't expect lampposts. And And I mean, who knows what it'll really be, you know, when when we get further into it. But, but the, so. Uh, they're obviously, you know, picks up where one left off and they're back in town still trying to figure out what they're going to do. And so the cats and, and some of the dudes decide they're going to bounce to the next town to go to where the cats live. But when they get there, dude, they find all the people from town stuck in a hit, like in a little valley, just staring. Yeah. They're like in this little trance, like in a hillside. And dude, I will say before we go any further, the character development in here, like, I, same thing with this story. Like, I love all the characters in here. Yeah. Like, you can relate to them. They're 
like you you feel what they're going through and the way they wrote it too because it's they're writing it like they're uh over in england or something yeah it's fantastic i love it dude and uh it seems like uh the old sea captain the old dude he he's picking up on it pretty quick and uh, you know he knows like dude whatever you do don't stare at the light yeah and uh man dude we'll get to the end in a second but how about the uh the news reporter still kicking it strong bro yeah yeah they they come across her they act because they actually go to where the newspapers publish because the the city is you know just a ghost town and so they're like mm-hmm. well maybe they have you know, let's look at the newspaper uh, articles from the because they've been out at sea for what like 30 days i think and so when they were out in sea in issue one, they kept seeing these weird falling stars, no fish were biting, like just weird stuff was happening. And so they were reporting this in the paper the previous weeks. And I, if you remember from volume or volume one, issue one, the reporters like trying to report on these new lampposts, like some big story. And mm-hmm. so it's weird that he's the only one like left in the city. Yeah. You know, so there's like they had a plan to install these light posts. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So like, what's the connection with that? Right. Like him. So, and uh, it's not just the big lampposts that are aliens. It's got those little tiny lights running around like little gremlins. Bro, yeah. It's. I don't know if we want to call them aliens or if they've just came to life. I don't know what it is, but don't call them aliens because I'll dip out on this story. (laughs) <laughs> well, they're not the typical kind of scary <laughs> aliens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They are very robotic. Uh, there's something futuristic maybe about them yeah. or something, but uh, definitely nuts, dude. Do you want to talk about... <laughs> you want to spoil the end? Let's just yeah. say somebody gets zapped and you're just uh, like... It just bums you out. Yeah. One one of our one of our good characters... Pretty much one of our characters, he can't... He's... he's uh, he can't take it. He, you know, the old man's telling him to stay still, not do anything. He decides to take off. Bad decision, and he just gets zapped. And uh, at the very end, was the the kid, the teenager dog? He was tranced, right? Yeah, he's like in some type of like. He's, he's like with knocked all the out. other people now, yep. right? Like all. Yep. What do you think's going on? I don't know, dude, but I love the mystery. I, I you know, know. I, I'm, I'm attached to the characters already. I, I want to know what's going on, how the how that reporter is connected to the whole thing. Uh, I love the artwork. I think my favorite thing about it is, like, they capture the way these they speak. At least if yeah. I'm going over to England or that part of the, the world, like, that's how I would think these, you know, how it would sound over there. And I love it. And then I'm trying to say it in, like, an accent, <laughs> like an English accent, dude. Probably doing a terrible job. Oh, dude, I'm so bad at uh, at accents. Um, But does it freak you out or throw you off ever when the cats were talking and the one always finishes the sentence and the one always starts the sentence, but they no, kind of overlap a little bit? Yeah, I loved it. And I, I my favorite, though, is he a badger? Yeah, the dude who's kind of a grump, the tough guy kind of attitude dude. guy. Yeah, I think his, he's a badger. His dialogue is wild. He's I just, love his. His is my favorite dialogue. I think. Yeah. Just kind of rough around the edges, but I don't know. It's a clever, cool little book, man. I'm enjoying it. We got to dig into the earlier volumes. I know. I want to check out other stories in this world because yeah. I like it. So me too, man. It was good. Heck yeah, buddy. Hey, please tell me you got to read Chip Z's New Burn Number Nine. Did you I get did into not. it? I didn't. Oh, dude, I love this book, man. Chip Z. Still stays strong. Chip Z and Jacob Phillips are just killing it. The art is fantastic, dude. It's like this watercolor, like Let me dark, it. gritty. I'll give you a little peep here. Look at the skyline. The sky, they're like out in this oh, forest. Yeah. I love it, dude. And, dude, what is um, going on? Bro, it starts off in, in uh, Newburn might be in a little trouble. I don't know if you really remember Volume One or not. Do you? A little bit. Where so, he kind of he kind of has a crazy attitude at the end of Volume One, yeah. where he's like taking over everything. Yeah, he like runs the town. Well, he so Newburn is like this dude. He's like in between police officers and like big mobsters like he's like his yeah. own entity where no one can touch him like the police officers need him because he helps solve crime and all these big mob bosses and like cartels i guess you could call them like use him to solve crimes within their organization organization to help them out and in volume one 
he like takes in this, I guess, like sidekick, this uh, female. He kind of like almost like saves from this. Uh, like when you first meet him, he's trying to figure out this uh, crime and she's like kind of in on it. And she he sees how clever and smart she is. So he's like, dude, I'm going to this. She'll be great to be a partner, you know? Mm-hmm. Well, come to find out her backstory is she was going to be a police officer, ended up not working out because one of the mobsters, like grandsons or sons or something, was trying to be a police officer too. And she ended up murdering him to like protect another fellow like friend and cadet who was being a police officer. Hmm. Well, that all gets found out. And so they're like, you know, if if they find out she killed this old mobster's like grandson or son or whatever, she's going to get smoked. So there was a huge deal with that. And um, just the way he weaves all these like stories together to like solve mysteries and then like pin stuff on other people was so rad. Like I love the the detective stuff and the grittiness of it. And this kind of picks up right where it left off where now like our main crime boss is like, knows something shady's going on, but they still want to like his help to solve this uh, another like crime. But I don't know if they're like setting him up to try to catch him because everybody he meets in this issue is like, they, they hear the stories like through the grapevine and they're like, dude, Newburn, you're on your last thread. Like all it takes is one, one little mistake and you're done. Like we're not going to use you anymore. And so he, he's almost kind of like, you can tell he's a little nervous almost in some of the scenes and um, his, his partner's like wanting him to show compassion and like help people, but he's still like that hard. Like I'm not doing that. And uh, so I don't know, man. I love it though. The storytelling is great. I love Newburn as a character. Um, I love the world, and I, I, I'm in it. Dude, I forgot about it. I should have picked it up today. I got some reading in today, and I totally blanked on Newburn. Yeah, Newburn, dude. I wish I would have kept up on the first volume. I remember you talking about it, and that was another one that you were like, I don't know if you're gonna like it. It's cool, man. But <laughs> it ended up being like one of my favorites. Anytime I say that, you should just know that's going to be one of my favorites. I yeah, I should it. just pick it up. Yeah, so um, <laughs> I really enjoyed Newburn. Um, pick that one up. Pick up Volume One if you haven't ever read it. If you're into like detective-y, like gritty stuff, because it, it's great. Yeah, I loved it. What else you want to get into? We read a couple other ones to get that we both were reading, didn't we? I don't know. What else did you read? Dust? Did we? You read? Is oh it Dust? Oh my gosh, dude! Yes. Yeah, we never really talked about that one because we I both freaking re- loved it, bro. Dude, so good. Get into it. Let's let's hear what you thought, dude. So apparently, there's it's like this futuristic world. You fill in the blanks, from, but it's from yeah, it's from Scout. Yeah, from Scout. Um, it's this futuristic world. I, I freaking think the the family that's kind of in charge of this world. They're like the Aldons or something like that. Al Aldons. And, uh, you know, they've got all these, like, I don't know, it seems like they're the well-off, and then there's kind of these, the, you know, run-down areas of town, but there's this this girl at the beginning, dude, and she's, like, in this robot suit, it seems like, and she's stealing corn from them, right? Yeah, so... Yeah. Go ahead. What, I, what, origin, what happened is, like, Jupiter exploded, and it, um, I think how it separated these two, like, social classes is when Jupiter exploded, like, Earth, like got scorched and all like the people who are i guess rich and powerful they all went underground and then there's still those like lower class or poor people living up on actual the earth surface but you can't just live there like you're like you said you're wearing these suits like it's hazardous to live up there so yeah i'll just throw that out there sorry no thank you because that's probably a vital point to make (laughs) (laughs) uh but anyway, dude, so she gets caught by some of the, the security guards for, you know, the the Aldens. And um, she runs away and she she goes to this cool little town and she's got relationships there where she's selling these things to get some money. And that's when uh, she meets somebody who knows who she is and she's kind of freaked out by it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, do, you, can I, do you want me to... I mean, anything Let from there rip. that you'd like... But it turns out, dude, one of the most wild things, and I didn't actually see it coming, but so the the king, Alden guy, uh, he calls his son in and he's like, hey, you know, one day this whole thing's going to be yours. And uh, it seems like the son's a total jerk face. Yeah, he doesn't seem like a nice human being. But, bro, what it turns out is that girl 
that they've been like, you know, chasing earlier in the episode, she's actually got first blood. And so she's part of that, of the original old family. Yeah. And so she would be in line to take over. And so now there's this huge mission and the son's been tasked with finding her and taking her out. And dude, I freaking loved it, man. Dude, isn't his suit rad that he goes and so puts on? rad. Yeah, he's, he is a jerk, but, um, it doesn't seem like he's going to let this young girl step in the way of him, like mm-hmm. becoming the new ruler. Cause his dad is about, or whoever it is, I think it's his dad. He's about to die. Oh, dude, he's, he's like, like hooked, hooked up, up to some tubes. Yeah, he's hooked up to all these medical mach- machines. He's about to die any day. He thinks he's just going to get handed this kingdom to rule like under Earth or, yeah, underneath the Earth. And, dude, yeah, like you said, come to find out this girl, which they thought they were all gone. Like there was none of these people left. She's the last one. And um, mm-hmm. I, she doesn't know it yet. But I think this dude who found her, he knows who she is and what yeah. really belongs to her. So I loved it. This one was just so good, dude. Snuck in there. Yeah. I didn't, I was like, I'm going to check this one out. Um, and it snuck in there and it ended up being really, really good. I thought the artwork was cool. Um, I would say it's probably like the best thing from Scout I've read since Grit. Well, I don't know. What was that other one we just read that we both liked? Sudden Impact, Sudden Death. What was it? Yeah, sudden death with the that was really good too. That was a good number one too a couple weeks ago. Yeah, but this one it was cool, man. I don't know. Let me see who the um, who was the creative team. Brett Register and Gaston Gomez was the illustrator. Dude, such a cool, cool build up, cool story, cool world. Um, I like our main character. So I think it's going to be a wild ride, dude. I'm stoked for it. I think it's going to be fun. Yeah, this is another one I'm looking forward to. I, I liked it. It was um. Wasn't on my radar, but it is now, dude. I'm glad it's another one, bro, that you sent sent my way. Yeah, there was a couple I sent your way. What's this other one that we read together this week? Like a little YA story. Oh, that's right. I forgot everything that we read, bro. This one, yeah, this one was a YA story, and I think this was originally um, in a uh, somebody the the authors from Italy. Uh, yeah, it was like translated. This is yeah. the first time in English so, or something. Yeah, it was written in Italian, uh, first time translated over to English. Uh, Dark Horse picked it up from Enrico Orlandia. He did everything in it. Orlandi? 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 Yeah, there it Orlandi? is. That was yeah. way off. Swanson, Samsonite, that was way off. <laughs> but dude, it's called The Flower and the Witch, and I loved it, man. Just a story about... A kid who's part of a society who at a certain age are kind of booted out uh, to become a man. But he's given no direction. They don't even tell him nothing. They just say, see you later, dude. And so he doesn't even know, like, how to know when he's become a man. (laughs) He's just like, he's like, I've done a lot of cool things. I've done a lot of cool things. But I still don't know. Like, am I a man yet? I don't know. It's like a cool coming coming of age story. He's like out there. He even says it. Like, he, he, he stumbles across this, like, small farming town out yeah. in the middle of nowhere dude and rad he's, people yeah super cool people the the village is rad and he's like man i've been out there slaying dragons like saving Killing princesses evil spirits yeah doing all this stuff and uh, yeah on his way to as he stumbles across his village he kills this like evil evil dark spirit called rutu i think his name is yeah with some spirit of a little kid stuck to his head bro i thought that whole interaction was cool i loved it it was so cool, man. And the the family at the town that takes him in, he meets a girl, and they become pretty quick friends. And uh, her family takes him in. And one of the things that he found out on his journey, he met some shaman. And the shaman said, hey, if you want to become a man, you got to get this this flower from this witch in some mountain. So that's kind of like his mission. But he, he you know, yeah, he's yeah. sidetracked with this family in this town. And... um it's just cool, and I think the way you said it to me earlier on was was kind of a neat way to look at it. Like, uh, I'll let you say it. The whole thing about like him him not being a kid and kind of like they're teaching him. Yeah, dude, because it's like we don't get a lot of backstory of like the tribe or the civilization or the people he belonged to. But he's just a young kid, like early teens. I want to say the preteen, mm-hmm. maybe like. 
and he he's out on this mission to supposedly you know become a man and doesn't even know what that is or what he's supposed to be doing out there no guidance no direction and he never even had a chance to be a kid it seems like from where he's coming from and so he stumbles across this village and meets this young girl and his family and she's out there like having fun, having snowball snow- fights. Yeah, snowball fights, like doing stuff kids are supposed to be doing. Like, you can worry about that stuff that, you know, that he's out tasked to do later in life. Like, you're, mm-hmm. you're just a young kid, man. Like, ha- enjoy it. Have- yeah. And she like goes through all these things to like teach him about childhood and w- what it is to, to be a kid. And af- he's like hesitant. He doesn't like it. He's like, you need to be serious. And, and um you know stop playing with toys and you got to do this mm-hmm. and she's like no way like this is what childhood is all about and so yeah. i thought that was cool she was able to teach him a bunch of cool stuff and you you do see him starting to like actually have fun and be a kid they're playing like hide and go seek you yeah. know so um, i thought it was a cool little story man yeah i liked it dude and one of the things um that was really neat about it was that he when he took out Rutu, right? Uh, that spirit it unleashed like a fury on the town that he was in because that's uh, the dad of this evil spirit who now wants revenge on on him. Yeah, and so then the town's kind of faced with a dilemma of like, are we gonna kick this kid out? Are we gonna protect him? And uh, I don't want to spoil anything, so I'm gonna stop kind of telling the story there. But it also gets cool because when he gets up in the mountain and he finally meets the witch with the flower, some cool stuff goes down there that I did not see coming. Yeah, I didn't see that either. And uh, it was just really cool, man. I highly recommend it. I thought, especially if you have like little boys at home, I thought it was a really cool message, especially at the end with what the witch tells him. Uh, you know, I don't want to say too yeah, much. Yeah, but don't spoil you, it. Yeah. You remember what she said to him. and Yeah, it was cool. Uh, it was cool, man. Definitely an ending I didn't expect, but I enjoyed it. I thought it was a great, great story. Um, some great, like, learning lessons in there and, yeah. and teaching moments. Um, so it was cool. Yeah, dude. It's cool when you find those. Three for three for you this week, Dad. Dude, it's cool when you find those YA stories that you can enjoy, too, as an adult and just love them. I love YA. I don't care what it means about me. I love them. There's some good stories out there, man. I will I will say some good stuff. Yeah, man. Speaking of YA, right quick. I'm not going to remember it well enough to to give you a full rundown on it, but because I never knew Jeff wrote this, it's called Pl- Pl- uh, Plutona, and it's like a YA story of this group of kids and one of them's like this total nerd who just wants to be a superhero, right? And he's like keeping I tabs on all this, uh, keeping tabs on like all the superhero news and where they're at and where they've been. Uh, one night they stumble upon Plutona, who's like the best superhero in that world currently, dead in the forest. Mm. And uh, dude, it gets so bizarrely wild where this kid is literally cutting himself and cutting her to like get her blood into him so that he can become a superhero. Are you serious? <laughs> I swear. Jeff and, probably throws some crazy twists in there, I'm sure. And it just got weird because, uh, yeah, I don't want to ruin anything. I think it was worth the read, but definitely an odd one from Jeff. It was kind of kind of wild for a YA. Uh, and one of the bullies in there, like, he doesn't really hold back in some really mean things that he says to these other kids. And I'm like, dang. But I got to read Plutona, and that was uh, definitely interesting kind of superhero uh, story and uh, about kids and and what that story may or may not uh, be telling them. Well, that's about all I got into this week for me, man. I, I didn't get to catch up and finish Secret Invasion yet. I know I got a couple people that are going to be disappointing me at that because I said I was going to watch it. Ended up not being able to, but um, I'll oh, get good, it in man. this week, and I hope. What else you get though? Tell me, tell me what else you got in. To flip the page completely away from YA, I got to read the first two issues of Peacemaker Tries Hard, and I just love it. Completely inappropriate. Don't read it around kids at all. But it's just a Peacemaker is just hilarious to me, dude. Like his catch tag, his catch tag, his catchphrase. Catchphrase, yeah, yeah. Thank you. Uh, is um, I'd do anything for peace. I'd even kill. <laughs> And I just think he's just like a walking contradiction. And uh, he's funny because he's so emotional and he cares so much about things. But 
he's just kind of a big doofus, man. And it gets himself uh, into a weird situation where uh, this he has to go do something for somebody. I don't I don't even know much of the characters in this story, but uh, he teams up with this huge gorilla. And uh, it's just wild, dude. Super fun. Super inappropriate. Uh, but I've enjoyed it so far. Definitely going to finish that one up. Bro, I think issue four comes out next week. Um, but I've never read any Peacemaker. I ended. I never got to watch the show on HBO, but I've always been interested in it. So I'm going to have to check this one out. I like it, dude. Uh, it's really, really well done. I got to read um, Swan Songs. I heard about this. I almost was going to pick it up. Is it from Image? It's from it's from Image, and uh, by Maxwell Prince. I think he's the dude behind like Ice Cream Man. Oh yeah, and, yeah. Uh, I think maybe Art Brute, but I could be wrong on that. Uh, man, it was just sad, but interesting premise. Just kind of like stories about people at the kind of end of the roads and uh, what people would do for them, what they're doing for themselves. Kind of that snapshot. And so this this one was a mom who it's kind of the end of the world ish. Like there's an apocalypse going on. There's a countdown. The world's going to end in like I don't know. There's a clock that's ticking down. I can't remember if it's minutes, hours, or what. But um, just wild, man. Kind of sad. Hmm. Definitely, definitely sad. But interesting, interesting work for sure. I mean, to dig into that sort of stuff, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I got to read um, Click Click Boom number two. How was it? Did it hold up to Loved the Loved it. Did it? Loved it, dude. I just can't get over that 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 um, title. I just oh, want to th- get the song in your head. Yeah, all the immediately time. <laughs> I'm singing that song, bro. Uh, this one was fantastic, dude. Our main character is a total boss. Uh, rigging up entire places to just take out these bad guys around their tail. And her relationship with the podcast lady is just hysterical, man. I love it. Uh, I really, really love this series so far. So uh, kudos to the creative team on Click, Click, Boom. Pick it up. I guarantee you, you would love it. Click, click, boom, boom. We got to play that as the actual music just for just for one one, one time because we get copyright strike and <laughs> yeah. but i think that's about it for me man what a cool week man i'm glad you got some reading in yeah dude i'm glad you got some movies in too yeah i can't wait to watch guardians yeah it was really good dude the music's great the stories are great um you just do just one thing for this week. You're going to watch Turtles like a two days before me. Yeah. Seeing it on Tuesday night. I don't want to know about it. I'm nervous because what if I, I'm don't tell me anything about it. Don't tell me if you loved it, hated it. It was rad. I don't want to hear nothing. So just you don't refrain. even want to hear if I loved it. What if I loved it? Well, because then that puts it in a weird spot because if you don't hear anything, you knew I hated it. Yeah. So I just don't want to hear nothing. All right. When are you seeing it? Wednesday or Thursday? Sa- Saturday morning. Saturday? Yeah, we're going I'm to like this. it on Tuesday. That's I a don't long know how time you got not to, to talk I, to you about it, buddy. I know. I don't know how you got to. Are you, I don't know. You better check well, to make sure your tickets I did. are legit. It comes out on the 2nd, and I get a one-day early access tickets. Very, man, you're, you you got the hookup, bro. Dude, it's a layer press pass, buddy. You got to get in on that. <laughs> Start throwing that around. Uh, well, brought on, dude. Um, fun week, man. I had a good week of reading. I will say, me too, dude. You got in, got in a lot, dude. Proud of you. What are you? Uh, what are you looking forward to next week? We got Fantastic Four Ten, uh, dude. That's another one I'd love you to read because it's been great. We've got TMNT Lost Years 5 coming out. And I think that's the end of that, right? It's, I think it is, but you know them. They're I know. They're rolling coming in. I, I don't know if we talked about this. The last They're doing another, oh, I think yeah. it's in October, they're doing another Last Ronin, and it's going to be the new Turtles, and I'm already sick of it. I can tell you right now. I don't know how I feel. Uh, well, you know how I feel about it. I just I told you. Everyone knows exactly how you feel about <laughs> but this. But I love turtles, so I might have to just check it out for the art. But I don't know, man. We'll see. I know. I know. Uh, you already mentioned this, but we got Peacemaker Tries Hard 4 coming out. One I'm stoked for, dude, is Black Cloak's coming back. So Black Cloak 6. Uh, Kaya 10. Seven Years in Darkness 3. Or the ones I'm looking forward to next week. Bro, uh, Samurai Doggy Trade Paperback comes out. I'm out. But you know what I am in on? Jeffy Boy. 
Swamp Thing, Green Hell, hardcover. Oh, yeah, yeah. That was the big one for uh, that came out, right? The Black mm-hmm. Label one, wasn't it? Yeah. So, you know, I got that bad boy pre-ordered. Did it's you? It's on its way. Yeah, buddy. Dude, I will say um, I read, I think I read all the first volume of this, but um, it's... Cody, I think his last name Ziegler, Cody Ziegler, Z-I-G-L-A. his Miles Morales run, um, Spider-Man Volume you One like Trial by Spider-Man. Dude, out. I really liked it. The covers, uh, they were doing like a, a bunch of variant covers where it was like graffiti art that yeah. Miles Morales did, and they were so rad, dude. So um, that trade's coming out. Looks, it, it was fun. Artwork was super cool. So check that one out if you're into it. Heck yeah, dude. Just a reminder, do yourself a favor and check out coffeeandacomic.com. Frank's a rad dude doing rad things. I say it every week, and I mean it every week. Uh, Did I mention the coupon code already, or is that something I have failed to mention? Throw it in there. Uh, You know what? Enter uh, the comic book lair at checkout. Save yourself 15%. You know, it's win, 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 win. Get you some coffee, get you some comics. Yeah, that's right. Why don't you tell everybody what they're getting with our code? Listen, you're getting some high-quality comics shipped to you, perfectly wrapped up, and you're going to get some coffee. You might get some stickers, whatever. You know, Frank's a rad dude, like we always say. Check him out, and uh, you're going to love it. He's always doing cool giveaways as well. Yeah. No, not giveaways. giveaways. Like, it's, it's, it's yeah, not giveaways. giveaways. It's like specials. Well, he does giveaways on Instagram as well. Oh, yeah. You're, you're right. right. You're both ways. Okay. He does everything. Look Either way. Look at you. <laughs> what are we doing next week? What do we got going on? Dude, I can't wait, man. We're going to be jumping into Curse Words Volume 2. Can't wait to find out what the heck Wizard's up to and Margaret's up to. And especially now that Ruby's back in the picture with them. I, uh, I'm you stoked think they're to find out what's up? going on. I think it's going to be a little rocky at first, my I man. I do too, yeah. So I'm kind of excited to see how that all go, that all gets played I out. I want to know how she got to- so sour towards the guy. Like, what, I he know. Had did, what did he do? He did something dumb. I mean, his name is Wiz Ord, so. Yeah. I'm I'm stoked to get into it, though, with you. Uh, have you peeked ahead? Have you jumped ahead in I it? haven't peeked. Okay, me neither. I haven't peeked. All right. Dude, so. th- well, how many volumes is there? Like five? I think there's five, yeah. We're going to be in this for a while. Anyway, anyway buddy. You get us me, out of here. You want me to get Take us, us out of here? Hey, listen yeah. up, everybody. Um, we appreciate y'all. Thanks for checking us out. If you haven't already, subscribe to our show. Swing it on over to a friend, someone you know, someone you don't. Just recommend it. <laughs> Cold email. <laughs> Every, everyone on a list. Just anybody you meet, just mention it to them, and we would be so stoked on it. And uh, it might be awkward in conversation, but you never know. You might meet a new friend. <laughs> might make a new friend. And uh, try it out. I dare you. Yeah. Let uh, us know how it goes. Drop a voicemail. <laughs> Anyways, check us out over on Instagram at the Comic Book Lair. Um, See all the cool stuff we're getting into, what we're reading, what we're watching. And uh, join the conversation over on our Discord. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, Love to meet you. And love to know what you're reading. Love. Anyways, we love it. Everything about it. We love. (laughs) Keep reading comics. (laughs) Cowabunga, nerds. (laughs) 